Welcome back to Look Who's Talking. Playoff football. Here we go. We're going to talk about the Philly Massacre. Brady's an eight-point favorite. Everybody shut up. And a couple of Canadian hosts here want to get into Buffalo for the biggest week in Buffalo in 20 years. If you know how to cross the border, let us in. Here we go. Freestyle. Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, episode 92, ladies and gents, wherever you're listening to your favorite NFL podcast all over the world, we thank you. Ni hao, priviet, hola, bonjour, vonicum, guten tag, machaba, and... Oh, you left me rattled, I'll need a second. <laughs> it's vonicum. That's twice. Did it? I vonicum twice? Uh, sounds like, like a, a dirty date. Like a bring back the Albanians. <laughs> Zdravo. Never vonicum in somebody's face, folks, all right? Especially if you didn't ask first. Ah, it's going to be a... Big one here on episode 92 as we prepare for the first time ever, at least I think ever, we have six playoff games on wildcard weekend. Thank you, Mr. Goodell. You're a clown in some ways, but I happen to like this one. Uh, two teams with a bye, sitting, resting, waiting, and probably being forgotten about. Remember, don't forget about them, okay? Uh, a lot of stuff to get through. We're very fired up. We want to thank Huck Media, our producing team, uh, Episode 92, all episodes brought to you by Huck Media since day one here at Look Who's Talking. You can follow us at Hughes Talking, spelled H-U-S Talking, uh, on Instagram. Or you can follow our sister account, at Weird Mike. The stepchild of the Look Who's Talking social media family. Giddy up. Uh, but not the only child. No, not, not the only child. Hashtag girl dad. I saw that. Thanks for the share and support, everybody. I really appreciate that. He's talking to me. Yeah, he's talking no, I'm, to me. I'm looking at you. No, I'm, thanks for the share. And every, hey, hey, it was good. It was very good. Uh, we got Dewey here on our right. James Duhamel coming in for another guest spot uh, here on Look Who's Talking. He was a point spread uh, champion midseason who faded a little bit. Uh, professional coach and uh, just a, one of our beauty friends from back in the day here to make some money for all you look who's talkers out there. Also, a boy dad, a double boy dad, who was helping out with the gender reveal for Mike. How do you think it went? I think he did a job. Uh, color aside, he did a great job. <laughs> Started off as a bit of a wrestling promo, but uh, you know what? He put it a weird, put a little weird on it, and uh, and and it was great. When the Happy when he him. sent me the video and it started and he wasn't even in it, yeah. I'm like, oh god, where's this going? You expected when it comes crashing down. I can't tell you how many people were happy that the video didn't end with me. <laughs> Hucks, they're coming in with the two thumbs up. All the cousins around the world, Spain, Italy, loving the girl reaction at the end. So, again, really appreciate it. Uh, yes, someone also thought, my neighbor thought it was a wrestling appearance as well. <laughs> Didn't quite understand the shoveling pattern. Uh, was there to supervise and make sure the football didn't go through his window. <laughs> yeah. Go Bills. Go Buckeyes. I'm hoping I have a boy. <laughs> Get ready for a big moment in my life. <laughs> and then, like, I wish I could have, if I put, sh shared on an Instagram story, I would have added some sort of big, like, EDM buildup to the drop for the pink dust and, like, the, the like, freedom's moment when yes. you drop to your knees. Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, Shawshank, yes. when he climbs out of the, the tunnel of shit. Absolutely. Yeah, like, and it's raining on him. That pink dust is still floating in your backyard here at Centennial. 
Uh, so my life is a tunnel of shit. Is that what we? No, no, no. no. <laughs> we know. It was like when Ralph Wiggum's heart breaks in that slow mo scene. Yes. But like, but I'm assuming like you were happy after that. I just didn't share that part of the video. Yeah, no, more I. Dramatic. Uh, we ended it with her. You know, healthy is the is the way to go. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, turned a few turned a few shekels. Yeah, people Ooh. loving the boy at plus hundred. People were betting the boy at plus hundred. Uh, so weird, Michael be collecting with some playoff prop, <laughs> good natured fun, as uh, we move out of the lockdown. Becoming a dad and a bookie at the same time. How about that? 2020, 2021 gender reveals. Uh, happy twenty one, folks. As I said on Instagram, stop saying twenty. Okay, it's over. When you refer to this year, 20 years from now, will you say 2021? No. Your teeth are going to hurt. Okay? It's a lot of T's. Yeah, back at 21, when those bills made a run. Yeah. Because I think they might. They absolutely they are. They are the number one ranked team by uh, you know a lot of smart people out there. Uh, P- PFF, actually, Pro Football Focus, has them actually ranked much lower in the total team category. It was like the only anti-Bills thing I saw on social media all week. Literally, because the whole world's drunk on the Bills. Absolutely. And there's good reason. Uh, since the Hale-Murray, they have won every other game, by every game since then, by double digits. That's the thing. That's, that's a machine of a team that's easy to bet on. Special teams. Clicking. Yeah. Huge part of a playoff run. Like... You know, people thought that Tua might cough it up on that Sunday, but this was just all about the Bills and their mojo. It really wasn't about to. But he might never start an NFL game. I, I really thought he was going to start crying. Jeez. I am a little bit more emotional now, but... Not uh, you, Tua. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he should. <laughs> you just talked over it. I said it again, folks. Tua might not start another NFL game. Pro- po- Maybe. Probable. Maybe. Chance. Possible. Yeah. Or like he come in, comes in as a backup somewhere. He is not the guy. His career ended metaphorically in Orchard Park as that song, for, for some reason, they never went to commercial after touchdown. Yep. We just kept hearing the song. Yeah, it's awesome. Like we were hyping us up for the playoffs. Also, I said to, I said to my buddy I was watching with him, like this would be, he's never been to a Bills game, like this, this would be the, like a party that you could not even fathom. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, the stress of, of next week's game will be very real. We're already in. Our Matt Barkley's throwing his third touchdown of the game or something. And we're squishing the fish in a way that we have not squished them in years. We are eliminating them from the playoffs with half of our backups in. And their new fish just got squished in a way where he may never start again. So back to uh, square one. Like a really like a really big organizational win. You leap up, you know, one full step. Yep. And you push down Absolutely. your opponent one full step. I saw, like I saw, who would you, who would you guys have as coach of the year right now? We're gonna get to some other stuff, but just because I saw, because we're talking about dolphins, no more dolphins. I saw don't. Brian Flores as like you know one of the top three candidates to win coach of the year, and like I don't get it. Quarterbacking is one of the most important things to football. Agreed? Would Absolutely. Agree? Yeah. Right? Could you have handled this like if it all works out one day and they draft? Justin Fields, third overall. And he, he leads them to Super Bowls down the line. And you're like, hey, I had to try out Tua. And like, I couldn't admit it at the time. Okay, good coaching plan on the long term, right? Uh, but the way this actually panned out this year, I, I not coach of the year. Not coach of the year, according to Jeff with a G over here. McDermott. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Without a shadow of the doubt. Did, did he, he doesn't have one yet, right? No, I don't no, think so. I don't think so. so give him one. Uh, surprise close second, the Cleveland guy. Stepansky. Got him into the playoffs. Sure. 
All the heat but, and the backwards but having, thing. Having Flores even mentioned with this group yeah, is just weird to me. I'm going to bench Fitzy and miss the playoffs by one game when Fitzy would have definitely gotten gotta one be in more wins. Very weird. I like the guy, but quarterbackings, you don't just rotate them in like guards, okay? You can't. You <laughs> Shift can, work. You, you want to have a couple guys on the field at the same time? No, Jeff with the G's <laughs> all about that. All right, Fitzy and Tua. You only got one receiver anyway, Parker. Throw Tua in there. Anyway, uh... What are your first first thoughts on the most talked about uh, Sunday night football shitty game I've ever seen? It's um, highly entertaining. Very entertaining drama-wise, you know? Like a wrestling match that back in the day when we thought it was real ended in like a chair disqualification, <laughs> you know? Like high drama. Oh, my God, is Sting going to join the NWO or something? And then like Hogan's brother Brutus comes in and ends it with a chair. I hate WCW, okay? <laughs> But, like, yeah, good game, but, like, you know, Nate Sudfield comes in, and they just, they're basically throwing the game. I just want to know, what are you guys' first thoughts? Dewey. I have, listen, they have no reason to do anything other than show up for the football game. They showed up. They went out there to play in the first half. They're not making the playoffs anything. They don't owe the Giants or anybody else anything. Uh, and maybe they were just trying to get the Giants back because they eliminated me from Survivor, just to bring that back full circle. Um, Very weird, Mike-ish. <laughs> but yeah, I, I can understand on a, on a, on a better standpoint how fu- infuriating that could be. I didn't have any money on that game. It was a uh, stay the far away for me. But uh, I, you know what? I have no problems with it. Giants, take care of business during the season, and you're, you don't put yourself in this position in the first place. So you take the handle your own biz... Uh, mentality, right? Yes, Do? sir. Yes, sir. I take the mind your biz mentality. <laughs> I'm Jeffrey Laurie. I own this $2.8 billion franchise and growing. I will secure a moderately better draft position and raise the stock of this franchise in the current form. End the story. That's it. They treat these drafts like stocks and commodities, and then they get mad when we treat these draft picks like stocks and commodities. What are we talking about here? The guy made a decision. He railed it down to the coach. I think the missing variable here, everybody throwing shade on the coach, what's the relationship between the owner and the coach? Yeah. That we don't really – we know Hurts and Wentz hate Peterson, but uh, Peterson's a backup QB by career. Uh, you know, barely got a shot. He's got this huge chip on his shoulder. Here comes Nate Sudfeld. The guy is just trying to earn a paycheck. Okay, <laughs> he's been in these QB meetings for three and a half years as a backup and a third stringer. And now you get a chance to honor his contract and what this guy's done for your franchise, running scout teams. We don't know how invaluable or valuable this guy is. Sure. So to reward him and to shit on it because you got a decision that you made Please. I and, hate that stuff about pro sports. And you mentioned this in the, in the pre-show, too, just how the guy who made this decision, Doug Peterson, was a lifelong backup quarterback, right? Like, yeah. Who, of all the coaches who might bend their will towards the scout team quarterback getting some snaps, Sunday Night Football, I don't care. Now, I, first of all, Mike, you blew me away with that take there. As a, as like yeah. a, lifelong, here, here, as a lifelong emotional Giants fan, this guy just celebrating Jeff Lurie's long vision in this whole thing to keep the Giants out of the playoffs was not expecting that. Well, 
or it's been a season long theme. Sure. Organizational beef. Sure. It's real. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Teams hate other teams. And it, it appears that I misjudged how much the Eagles hate the Giants yes. in some capacity. I made a movie after it. Big fan. Yes. Oh. Now, speaking of movies, I'm glad you guys brought this up because when I thought about this, uh, and, you know, listening to the whole sports media world blow up for the last 24 hours about it, brought me back. And we talked about the JFK quote last week. People liked it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard it and I liked it. it I didn't like it in the moment. Yeah. Heard it on the radio or the whatever. The yeah, you would have been a Nixon guy anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, so this brought up another quote, and I think it's relevant. Have you ever seen the movie The Dark Knight? Heath Ledger won an Oscar. Not alive for it. He got so into the role that he peaced out. Okay. Uh, rest in peace. Hey, Heath. Okay. But he dropped a good line in The Joker, and it's, it's kind of about life. It's the, it's the way people sort of work. And he said, in my best, my best Joker voice, Nobody panics when things go according to plan, even if the plan is horrifying. <laughs> and I think that reigns true in this particular situation. If teams announce their intention to tank the game Tuesday, Wednesday, kind of just in the injury reports, oh, yeah, uh, we're going to play Peyton Manning for about a quarter and a half, and then there's a good chance Curtis Painter comes in uh, because, and the rest of our starters will come out. They're going to play about a half. This is Tony Dungy about 15 years ago. When they're on the, having a perfect season. Okay? And the Jets are fighting for a playoff spot. But nobody freaked out. I mean, people were obviously still disappointed, especially if you were, I think, a fan of the Tennessee Titans at the time, Hawk, uh, who were fighting with the Jets to get in 15 years ago. Anyway, Colts throw that game. Curtis Painter comes in. The, the Colts are winning. Peyton Manning comes out. Kind of like end, like end of the second quarter. First place. 18-yard fumble backwards by Curtis Painter. Bart Scott picks it up, runs it in for a touchdown. The Jets never look back. Uh, anyway, and Rex Ryan just celebrates. Like, oh, my God, I beat the Colts. <laughs> Let's have a fucking snack. <laughs> so I'm just saying, if, if the Eagles announced exactly what they were going to do on Wednesday, no one would have freaked out. The Vegas line would have moved up to like nine or eight. Just like the line did three hours before the game. Three hours before the game. Or like an hour before the game. It went up to six and a half. From three and a half. That's big. That's someone hearing, oh, okay. Even though the Eagles defensive coordinator has gone on multiple shows this week and said, no, 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 we're fighting. We're calling it no hats week. As in, nobody's putting on the division hat at the link. That's Jim Schwartz coaching in his last game for the Eagles. Very proud guy. And apparently, Peterson was like, yeah, keep saying that, bud. But uh, hey, Nate. Warm up. <laughs> anyway, because no one expected it, and people like money, and a whole bunch of people bet on the underdog Eagles at home with Jalen Hurts versus a shaky Washington quarterback situation, and the Eagles defensive coordinator saying, we're fighting. That spread was two and a half, three, then three and a half. Alex Smith was playing, so it went up to three and a half, maybe even four. So because it was a surprise, it wasn't according to the plan. Everybody's freaking out. So um, I think here's my take on it. If everybody in the league kind of did this, as soon as you're eliminated from the playoffs, you just absolutely tank. You unabashedly tank for your draft position. As in, like, as soon as the Atlanta Falcons were eliminated, Matt Ryan sits on the pine. Is he playing next year? Is he not? Are we trying to keep him healthy? No, no, no. We are just trying to lose this game, everybody. Welcome to Earth. So the, the fact that teams don't just throw games to increase their draft position, as we saw the Jets do two weeks ago, 
I just think it's a weird kind of hush-hush thing that sometimes happens, and sometimes you just don't, you know, you don't play your starters. But, you know, comparing it to the Pittsburgh thing is different because Pittsburgh's resting for the playoffs. It's not. This is the NFL on their biggest night, Sunday night. Yep. Putting a big market, New York, in peril without even being in the game. It's genius. They almost <laughs> knew that Laurie and Peterson were capable. I'm not saying they did it. They nudged them to it. But they know that this relationship and this team is always in, you know, one move away from something crazy. And they nailed it. So there you go. Your 24-hour media storm sure. on the conspiracy and tank that is really about Jeffrey Lurie's bottom line. It's just one of those things where it's like if everybody does it, then we got a real problem with the with the game. I think everybody's doing it. But like not it's really. It's not always on Sunday but, night but football. But not necessarily really. Like it's it's like if somebody leaves the party early, right? And th- no problem. Okay. They, you know, they want to go home early. Let's say you're having a New Year's party. Okay? But everybody's becoming a bit of an introvert and wants to go home and watch Netflix. And imagine ever so phantoming at a party, perfect example. Yeah, one or two people do it. You do it occasionally, you know, not every night. No problem. That's just, you know, you don't want to say goodbye to everybody. People are going to peer pressure you to stay. Imagine if everybody phantoms, okay? You don't even have a party. <laughs> New Year's, there's no one around. I was if a every, big Houdini If everybody guy. does this, you're going to have 12 backup quarterbacks playing with healthy starters by week 15. So I'm not saying I have a real problem with everything that happened on Sunday Night Football. But, but if everybody did it, going forward in the league in a much more massive way, blatant way... There's a problem there. Either way, uh, more than anything, is it better? I wish I see. It, I wish I would have seen it coming. I wish I would have been on episode 91, being like smash on the skins, because Nate Sudfield's playing the second half, and I apologize. If you put your hard-earned dollars on a four-win team with a third-string QB against <laughs> yeah. a desperate division-seeking title, that's on you, bro. Well, you're looking at me. Okay, <laughs> that, you're no, I, I look between <laughs> the two of you. I didn't pick it on my U picks. But going into it, I'm like, Jalen Hurts, full effort Eagles defense against fucking possibly Taylor Henneke? Anyway, I didn't lose too much. But it wasn't. It was Alex it Smith. It was Alex Smith. Hey, wow. Hey. Did you see that trophy as hey, life? Yeah. For him? That was awesome. That was really, you really cool. You see it, folks? Uh, check it out. It's probably on the NFL's Instagram. It's everywhere. She turned his knee brace, which looks like a robot, into a Super Bowl trophy because she's so proud of him. And uh, even though I, I've shat on Alex Smith for years, so much before the injury, yes, and just the signing in general, it. that's that's awesome, man. What a yeah. comeback! I think if I had a leg injury like that, I don't know. I like to think of myself as a pretty courageous individual. I don't know if I'd come back and play tackle football after that, after the career he had. So kudos to you, bro. Absolutely, comeback player of the year. I don't. I, I think you're going to lose this weekend. Um, yeah. Enough about that. Huck Daddy, his Tennessee Titans. Get the doink and in after a a, a uh, great effort from the Houston Texans offense. And uh, I, I really thought they'd rest Deshaun because why would you play him? But again, as we've said in the show before, Jesus loves Deshaun Watson. And we are not Deshaun Watson, and no. that's why he's a champion. <laughs> he wants to play football. God damn it, the Lord loves that guy he ended, so he much. He ended up leading the league in passing yards this year very quietly. Super quietly. Yeah. You didn't yeah. even know that, did you? No, I, I, he led the league. But anyway, Huck Daddy, as a Titans fan, watching that field goal, by the way, just a little, if you didn't watch that game, folks, Houston caught all the way up to the Titans with 40 seconds remaining, and it looked like it was going into overtime. If the Titans win the game, they win the division and face the Ravens at home. If they lose the game, 
They go on the road and face the Buffalo Bills in Orchard Park at a game I fucking wish I was at. Where did you want that? Uh, did you want that doink to go doinking in or doinking out? Yeah, I wanted them to win the division. Yeah, I figured that. Like, so would yeah. I. But I've heard some yeah. Titans fans saying, I, don't, I, w- I would have rather faced the Bills. It's a hard, it's a brutal game either way. Yeah. Like, I'd rather be at home facing the Ravens, I think. I think the Titans would, too. I think those are, like, three of the teams with the most momentum right now. Yeah. And, but I mean, like, if you just, like, you know, we all played, we, you know, I played, we played a little football, but we all played hockey, too. A couple of us together. If you just, if, if you know, if the last two times you played a team, you fucking, you far even kicked their ass. And yeah, you maybe have had some bad games since then, and they've had some good games since then, but not against each other. We'll get into all, we're going to break down all six You're games You're feeling later. pretty good about yourself. I, I, I would want to face the team I, I've kicked their ass twice. Football's different, man. They also beat the Bills this year. They, yeah, they did beat the Bills this year. Wow, I they, forgot about that. They beat the Bills. It was that We recorded that night, and it was like episode 81. Mm. It was, it was Tuesday, Tuesday night football. Tuesday night football was all the rage. By the way, I don't know, you maybe saw it on Instagram. This was the first year in NFL history there was a game played on every day of the week. Hey. Including Friday night football, Viking Saints a couple weeks ago. The Christmas right. Day game? Christmas Day, yeah. Yeah, the NFL bowl season was amazing. So thank you. So uh, before we get into the Titans' path, yeah. how about the outrage and the disrespect for the kingdom of King Henry? Back-to-back triple crowns. Hangs 2,000 yards, 17 rushing touchdowns, a division title, 11-5. and five, And this guy's not even on the podium for MVP consideration in a league tilted towards QB and all those stats and yards. This guy's going between the tackles like it's 1978. What the fuck is going on, Huck? This they guy's flaming hot right now. Yards yeah. On a fucking season. Holy or fifteen hundred bucks on the bet. It's not even about the pay him. It's always it's always the other guy with Henry. It's Tannehill. It's Rogers. Oh well, Rogers was just dropping dimes on the Bears. So I'm not anti Rogers. No, I'm just saying next year he's probably going to do at or near the same thing, and he's got to get something right. So Henry, he's not going to go for another two K. Probably not. Right. He's the king. I'm just saying. This this whole thing is too much. What about a secondary award? Yeah, MOP, yeah. Like, most outstanding player, something. something like that. Most valuable player that's not a quarterback. Player of the year, something like that. Something best best. Uh, we need a better name, you know, yeah. than like best <laughs> college player, player. Not a quarterback. College has that runs the, more. They have the Heisman. Yep, and then they have the the national player of the year, which is not which can't which be a quarterback, which can't be. One Same of the way. the Heisman it can't be the Heisman, right. correct? Well, see, I want a non-quarterback best player award. So who would be in that? Who would this be on year, that podium? This yeah. year, ooh, uh, see, this is why it's great because a guy like Stephon Diggs or Xavier, like, how Howard. good of a every year as a receiver do you have to have? You know, yeah. But like again, because it's all becomes moot uh, unless your quarterback gets injured for four games and the backup comes in and you're and you and you're just, still lighting you keep up, going, yeah. right? Um, but yo, know, just to wrap your doing Diggs. Henry, sorry, go ahead. So you said Diggs? Diggs, Henry, and I'm for me it's Xavier Howard. That's Zay- my, that's Xavier my Howard. three. Good example. There you go. That's my three non QB. Hey, but then even being Devontae. But see, but yeah. then even being nominated for that award would help your like everything. Would help resume, your, your your resume contract status. Marketing ability. Right. You know? Negotiations, like, yeah, right. Yeah. So the doink. 
The yeah. Tennessee doink from a rookie kicker, Gostowski, on the IR. Yeah. May not come back for the playoffs. They signed this kid out of the AAF. Looks good. A lot of extra points. A lot of easy stuff. And then he doinks the only kick that matters, which I think is going to doink our Titans, Huck, right out of the playoffs, man. Into the buzzsaw Ravens. And then to KC, if everything holds serve, horrible path for the Titans. Horrible. They would have KC next regardless. Right? If they if they if they would have gone to the Buffalo and beaten the Bills, they're most likely the lower the lowest seeded team. In fact, for sure, then yes. they've definitely faced KC. Okay, so that takes a little sting off it, but I think it was a bad doink. Uh I think the Lord wanted Deshaun to win that game. <laughs> I really do. Well, but they did. Well, <laughs> They yeah. didn't pray enough. I'm By the seeing, way, I'm seeing the world in a different light now. I've, <laughs> I've agreed with everything he said except for that statement <laughs> because I think Tennessee and Huck's boys are going to dominate the Ravens. Wow. I think the Ravens, the last six weeks, have played bad, bad teams um, except for Cleveland. And there was one other one in there, but it's Dallas, it's Jacksonville, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Like, it's easy to look good. Yeah. But, guys. They dominated and executed. There's they did so their many job. Times that you know uh, they got this easy schedule down the stretch, and they go three and two, and they limp in, and they get destroyed first week. Sounds like a really hardcore BDM Instagram page <laughs> at dominated and executed. <laughs> <laughs> so they are rolling. I can't believe the Titans are. It's almost. I think it's going to be four point dogs, we'll, man. That's we'll get crazy. into. We'll break that game down because that's my. That's it's on. It's made my Hugh picks podium, and I think we're on opposite sides of it. And obviously, yeah. this game. It's a classic <laughs> weird Mike Jeff game. No, so yeah, well, I usually lean towards the total in the first two weeks of the playoffs. Yeah. I let some of that stuff yeah, sure. unsettle. I remember in season two, you guys chirped me for not having a spread pick. And I just took an under. In the one, first first and, round of the playoffs? Yeah. Instead of taking a pick, yeah. I, I took an under. And you guys like, oh, it's a cup. And I was like, how dare you insult an under bet or over or any bet. Sure. Money, money. So I like to switch to the totals. You better be on board with it. You. I'm, I'm totally fine with you okay. making our listeners as much fucking money as possible. Thank yeah. You. I've told you guys some futures picks to make. And if you made them when I made them, you would have a really interesting playoff lined up. I'll talk about that a bit later, too. Uh, basically, I have about six of the 12 teams. Uh, is 12? 12. Yeah. No, 14. So I have six or seven of the 14 teams. Uh, and they're all going to win almost four digits for me if they win. And the teams I don't have that I think are going to make it, I'm going to pick them as a hedge bet against my futures picks. I know it's kind of complicated, but I'll explain it a bit later. You should have your own show. Ah, I think so. Yeah. Well, look who's talking now. You're good. No, guys. You know? Call it the micro hedge. A um, <laughs> couple futures picks just to, to wrap up towards the end of the season here. Mike, you lost. You won your Patriots bet. Push, push. You lost your Ravens bet. Ravens bet. COVID short week. And you had a Colts bet to win the division, which got doinked, right? Which got doinked. Oh, my God. I think that's, that's secretly why you're so mad at this. No. <laughs> oh. Are Colts still second best in the AFC? I don't think that's cleared. Oh, man. Sorry for bringing that oh. up. So uh, They might be. They might be. They might be? Uh, it's we, time to really figure, kind of hammer that out, don't you think? So let's go kickstart it. <laughs> All right. Um... By the way, just quickly, Black Monday happened a couple days ago because some coaches got fired. There's some teams looking for some coaches. And also, half of the draft the draft list is already in order, and it's very exciting already. Yes, it is. Um, 
So just some good stuff lining up. Looks like Urban Meyer might be the the new coach of the Jaguars, and which is just very interesting to me. While he was there watching Justin Fields destroy Clemson. Hey, shout out, Weird Mike. You were you were hard on it. So was I. And your Ohio, our Ohio State pick made me, made me have a free weekend. It was great. So Money great. line, win by four on pro line, everything. Every, domination. Everything. Domination, great. the want, the draft stock, it all. The reverse osmosis the of yeah. energy. Guess what Travis Etienne got in the second quarter? What? For the first time in his college career. What? Cramps. Oh, wow. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> These Buckeyes were out there looking to decapitate guys. Yep. I'm telling. Anyway. Lawrence was getting smoked. So like, Lawrence was getting smoked. By the way, I've seen him now in two of his biggest, two of the three biggest games of his career, and was not that impressed. I've watched him smoke the University of Miami. I've watched him smoke North Carolina. I've watched him destroy Syracuse. But there's no Syracuses in the NFL. I'll tell you what he's going to. This get. is reminding me of draft day with Kevin Costner, where somebody trades up for the first pick with the Jags. And the Jags are like, yeah, we want Fields, you know? Like, they, Urban Meyer wants Fields. He probably helped recruit him a couple years ago. Yeah. And I don't know about Lawrence, man. I don't know. But I'm not dropping the uh, Bo Callahan on him yet. But I'm, we're going to look into this more before draft. I think he's a big tackling dummy. Dude, I, they went out with a whimper in that game. They didn't even throw. Here's the other thing. If you have the best college quarterback prospect in the world, right, and especially over the last 10 years, they're saying, since Andrew Luck, whatever. That's what you're saying to me, right? Well, I'm watching this football game. You're down two or three touchdowns for most of the game now from the second quarter on. And you're not throwing any 50-50 balls into the end zone. You're not throwing into the end zone. You're, you're, you're running this West Coast offense down three touchdowns. Like with all these, now I found out afterwards the offensive coordinator was, was out because of COVID for Clemson. Okay, problem. And it sure looked like it. But, like, Trevor, this is your last game at Clemson. You're not going to th- at least throw some 50-50 balls in the end zone? Throw a pick, man. It's okay. Yeah. Just, at least try. You just said it. It's his last game. Yeah. And when it's your last game, you're worried about your first game somewhere else. Sure. It's just the way she goes. It didn't have to be his last game. Yeah. Once they were down three scores and Fair the Buckeyes enough. started, like, right? Yeah. Anyway. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Lawrence. <laughs> it was wow. weird. Tiger was right there for you. Um, right? I'll tell you, uh, my little lady's college fund got a little boost. <laughs> Quick 18 hundo for Weird Mike, let me tell you. <laughs> 19 years from now, she's like, Dad, I'm, yeah. I got oh, into, yes. you know, I got into Northeastern. It's great, you know? Let me tell you something. If the Buckeyes fucking win this Rose Bowl, you're going, babe. <laughs> you're going. The reason I'm not picking the game yet is because the Buckeyes got major COVID issues, and they might delay this national title Whoa. a week. A week. The next Monday. They want the Monday audience. Okay? So get Bama now if you really like it, I've been told. What are they, Melrose Place? I don't know. What's... <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to live in a little two-story pooled community Yeah. ever since then. <laughs> well, you were wandering there, Kimmel. There wasn't too far from that. That's true. That's true. So, Bills, Colts. Yeah, meat okay. and potatoes. Okay, here we go. So we're gonna run through all six games. We're gonna get into the, the spreads of it all a little bit, like a little bit after that. But this is just the matchups. Who do you like and why? Who's moving on? For the, for all the football fans and straight up money line betters out there, and obviously the spread will just creep into these conversations. We can do a few picks right after this, and then we got. Dewey's best bet and the smash and sprinkle. Uh, 
Could be just a sprinkle. You know what? The Buckeye no game had me really tossed. I learned about that an hour before kickoff or uh, pre-show here. No problem. <laughs> no problem. Okay, so 1 o'clock Saturday. 105. 105. I'm not sure what announcers we get. I don't know why it matters. It's going to be the B squad. B squad of CBS, right? B squad of CBS. Okay. Well, you know what? That's fine. So then Iron we get, Eagle. I like Iron. And um, <clears throat> so, okay, Coles... Colts at Bills. Now, one thing we talked about, we're going to talk about a lot, is the path. The NFL playoffs is not like, you don't need to beat every team in the NFL playoffs. You know, so you don't need to be the best team in, like, when you line up all the teams, you don't need to be like, oh, we're the best and we're going to beat everybody else. It's not the freaking Royal Rumble and you draw number one or two. Okay? Which is very exciting. But even so in the Royal Rumble, somebody else can toss yeah, can out Yokozuna. Ric Flair used to hide in the corner for a while yeah. and just chill. Beg people not to slap him in the chest. <laughs> then he used to do the the one, yes. two, three, and fall in case wrestling wasn't old enough. Because that <laughs> that's how you fall when you get punched. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Anyway, uh, you just need to beat the teams in your path. You just need to beat the and in. I I, I wish the Bills had a, a a team that wasn't the Colts in their path. To be honest with you, I'm I'm scared. I think the Bills are going to win this game. I think the better football team, Phillip Rivers in the cold against a energized team like this. And I think the I just I think it's a not necessarily a great matchup for the Bills, but I think it's a worse matchup for the Colts. Agreed. You know? I think that Frank Reich hasn't really earned his stripes on his own yet. He's got that first mate stripe, right? Good guy to have around. But I think a lot of this is going to fall on him. I'm, this is really, a, I think this is a coaching matchup, man. I, I really think on paper, the Colts' game plan versus what they want to do against the Bills really matches up. Which coach flinches first? I'm, I'm a little worried about McDermott. Probably gets my vote for coach of the year. Um, but, you know, this fever pitch of praise, I think it's coming at the wrong time for him and his staff. The coach, the O.C., Everybody's calling him for a head coaching job. You're talking about that coaching carousel. Yeah. Dabble. Yep. Phone's blowing up. Top programs in college. Your whole family want tuition for the rest of their lives? This guy's getting offers. So, again, I'm worried about the coaching staff. I think the Bills, I don't really think anything is going to bother them. They're no. just literally rolling. They didn't get the bite. It's going to help them. Nobody's really sitting. Allen got some reps. I think it's a coaching game <laughs> i can definitely see a, a head-to-head coaching matchup here i just think the bills have been battle tested all season they've played the 12th 10th 12th toughest schedule um they've played seattle they've played that whole division which is probably the toughest division in football this year and they've they handled their own they did their fucking job they're coming in at the right time there's not a team in sports that's having more fun these guys and their fan base the only thing I'm worried about, I think I, I'm doing what you do here, Hugh, and I, I'm playing the game out in my head a little bit. I think the Bills go up, and I'm worried about the run game coming the second half to see Me if they too. can put that game away, right? So as a Bills fan, I'm freaking out. I'm so excited. I think they win the game. The minus seven, that number's a little high for me. Yeah. And I'm worried about Rivers in a second half, kind of 10 kids. He's got some magic. You know what I mean? <laughs> But anytime somebody's got their back against the wall, this is like a career match for Rivers. Wentz, you know, going to Indy. This was a one and done type of thing. Like, you don't know how people are going to respond. I hate the number. 
Minus seven. Here, hey, although Bills have covered seven in a row. I love how you said, like, you know, I play the game out. You know, like, I love to do that, guys. Everyone at home, like, sometimes you're looking at just you're looking at this these teams on on like your on your pro lines, you know, like sheet, and you're like, okay, like, what's the right pick here? Play the game out. Kickoff. Okay, who's covering digs? <laughs> Nobody. Right? Touchdown. Field goal. Bills. Okay, Colts. They usually start pretty hot. They got a great coach. Good game plan. Run, run. Nakeem Hines. Boom. You know, hits Tyree. Uh, you know, touchdown. Okay, Bills. Again, who's covering digs? Nobody. Ah, too bad. John Brown, deep. John Brown being back. Pro football focus was like, this is when the Bills offense is just unstoppable. Um, As the next layer. Next and big for him to get in now, last week. Right. Huge. Now, here's the thing. This is what I hate about this game. In our pre-draft, pre-draft episode last, last, this past spring, I wanted the Bills to draft who the Colts drafted. Jonathan freaking Taylor. Who rushed for more yards than Derrick Henry last week. Yes, he did. 253. 253 yards last and week. Three. And with no training camp and no OTAs, this is about when a rookie running back would pop. I, don't, I hate that he's popping right now because I think we can beat Rivers. I think we're... The Colts haven't played a real full total game besides like this the game against the Lions, but everyone could do that against the Lions. They play a good first half against the Steelers. They play a good second half against the Packers. Hernsey was talking about this. The Bills just play complete football games. That's all they do. And that's why they're going to win this Farvin game. But I'm 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 scared of the Colts hot start. I'm scared of their running of their of their running attack. But I'm not scared enough to not take the Bills on the money line and every teaser I'm going to make this weekend. Sunny and minus one. I Great wish, weather. Wish it, I wish it was a little colder. To be honest, 10 kids, old body, San Diego roots. Phillip Rivers does not like cold weather, playoff football, check his stats. That's why he's never been to a Super Bowl. So I wish it was a little bit colder. By the way, if you know how to cross a border as Canadians, not using a regular border, please... Can you help us? I thought that's why you brought Dewey here this week. Well, he, the Eastern Township township border hopper, man. Come on. Now you Lots of reasons. I've been through a few borders on, in my now. day. Amongst but no many, one's my carried apologies. more things over than <laughs> right. nobody. Sorry, nobody at all. Nobody. <laughs> yeah, Dewey, he went to University of Norwich uh, in Vermont, USA. Correct. Crossing a whole bunch of times in the old Explorer. Was it the Explorer? Pathfinder. Pathfinder. Well done, yes. Uh, from Quebec into Vermont. And we were talking last week. There's got to be some, like, there's no Trump wall. So, there's just some, like, creeks and trees sometimes. So the Montreal listener crew, Cousin Alex, Cousin Rich, and Dal. Your cousins. Yeah. They told me about a few places they used to cross when they were under. So we can, like, so they really we do can drive up. I'm, I'm sure it's a little bit tighter now. Of because course, of COVID. But they did exist. My dad told me about it because yep. he grew up always looking for trouble. Uh, that's where I got it from, by the way, folks. <laughs> And uh, he was the one, the only one, not that crazy happy at the gender reveal. I think he, I think he <laughs> crossed the border. He was coughing. He was hey. Renzo's a good sport, but yeah. yeah. No, no, he just looked right at. He looked at right at Renzo. He's like, hey, he's gonna do this again, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the Eastern Townships, there, there, there are ways. If yeah. you really want to get greasy, I'm gonna hold out for an AFC title game. Folks, if I'm gonna risk my potential family and job and business. Yeah. It's for the AFC title game, not for the wild card weekend. Sure. So the, Super as it may be. If the Chiefs happen to lose and the Bills are hosting the AFC championship game, I'll, I'm going to wear some black makeup and some, and I'll put on some war shit, and, and we, can, we can find a way across this border. By the way, I think if we just get like a work permit, we can just go across the border. So you can fly in. Sign, sign up for some sort of like house building or something. 
<laughs> That's how you know I build houses, eh? I call it house building. <laughs> All right. There's an HD TV show about that. Next game on the docket. Uh, the second game on Saturday is Rams Seahawks. Rams forty. Rams at the sea at the Seahawks at four forty minus four total forty two and a half. Low total. That's moved the point today. Low total uncertainty of golf status. Yes, he's got a broken thumb. By the way, if you saw the way his thumb looked, they kind of freeze framed it on Sports Center, and he got he got it surgically repaired. But uh, surgically repaired. But it it looked pretty bad. And the fact that uh, the coach came out this like right after the 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 game with, against the Cardinals, saying we're not really sure if Goff's going to be back. Like something happened after the Rams beat the Patriots on that Thursday because they have barely won a game since they beat Arizona with a return six and yeah. a fifth string Canadian QB. All right, the Rams. I can't believe it's only four. I'm really surprised. Seattle, I, I don't know. I, I can't wait to hear what you take on it here. I, I, uh, I just think everybody's kind of gotten, like, as you get off of, the, as the whole sports world got off of Russ for MVP, as he faded from that, it's like everybody forgot that he's really good at winning games, especially in Seattle. True story. Uh, so for me, it's just the extra couple points as far as, like, picking the spread. But Seattle, I think, is going to win this game. Goff plays with, with a new thumb or Walford plays. I'll take Russ. And uh, the only thing, they just have a shitty running game, but their defense is so much better now. They just shut down the Rams two weeks ago with Goff. I'll take Seattle win again. It's John Wolford. 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 Not Wofford, the upstart NCAA men's basketball team. Indeed. Oh, I was, Everyone's was always got Wofford. Right. Everybody's yeah. got Wofford. Wofford plus 18 and a half, bro. Not Watford, <laughs> uh, the premiership team. Yeah. Too. Uh, night game. Tampa Bay. You started in your intro. What else is new? Brady, eight-point favorite, week one of the playoffs. Yeah, folks. I mean, just I, I took a lot of hate when I cut when I li- I listed my quarterbacks. <laughs> I listed my quarterbacks start of the year. I had Tampa, I had Tom Brady number two. Yep, and it wasn't a misprint. I didn't change it. Okay, got a lot of hate. What can you not put Russ up there or Aaron? I don't know because I watch football. One guy's got six rings and he makes really good decisions when it's ring time. Okay, he threw for forty touchdowns. They won eleven games. Okay, what do I? What more do I have to say? Forty-six hundred. Who, who yards. would you rather have as your quarterback entering into this playoffs? Sure, Mahomes, Rogers, Allen, Tom. I don't know. They're all in the same board boat with me. So the underlying fear here is the pressure. pressure, they, pressure can, the pressure they can get on Tom is the Brady sauce, right? right. Uh, I've been talking about it all year. I saw a sloppy track at Landover, <laughs> oh. folks. You guys are laughing. Careers end on that track. Miraculously, Alex Smith's didn't. Right. Okay. You're getting a Sunday, Saturday night game. We saw in Cleveland when places that don't usually host night games host them close to the water. There's like this weird sea dew, like coastal mist that kind of rests over things and it makes things really slick. Mike Evans is out because of the Outback Bowl bullshit. He might play. He might play. He shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> because he went from one sloppy track. Did you see what happened? They, they repainted the Outback Bowl end zone three times at Raymond James. Oh, okay. And hi- Mike James hyperextended his leg, going for a Tampa Bay record. They were going to pull him after the drive. It was all scripted. Mike Evans for the first two. Anyway, watch out for the sloppy track and the inside pressure. Sloppy track. Icy track, sloppy track. You know what? <laughs> I think the the biggest thing that happened uh, leading up to this game is Chase Young opened his young mouth, and 
Uh, he said, Tom Brady, I like Tom Brady, but I'm coming for Tom Brady. And I don't know if you've ever watched sports in your life, Chase, but uh, that's the wrong guy to say something like that to. It's the wrong guy to give any type of bulletin board material to. Uh, these guys are coming in hot. They're playing well at the right time. Um, they're getting Antonio Brown incentives, bonuses. That was a cool thing about Week 17 that I really liked. Yeah. But this is not my show. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think Chase Young, he's an electric player. I think he's going to be one of the faces of the game if he's not already. But uh, you have to learn your lesson, and uh, he's going to do that this weekend. I just think uh, for this matchup in particular, if 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 there's if there's no if Tampa Bay doesn't turn the ball over, they're gonna they're gonna smoke him. They'll just so, outscore him. I don't think they're gonna smoke him. That's They'll what just, it was, Oh, just outscore him. Like outscore him. whether it's Smith or Heineke at quarterback, I don't have Washington score more than 17 points against the Bucks defense. Okay, so now we're talking about the Bucks offense. Versus the Washington defense. Sure, they're going to get pressure. They're going to get some sacks. But if Brady just holds on to the ball and is like, okay, great, second and 13. That's like, what he does. Right? Like, I, they, I don't think they'll have a problem with this game. Uh, Are you worried about the time of the game? Ooh. And it being close to Tom's bedtime. Tom's bedtime. Well, Tom Tom likes to go night-night, early-early. <laughs> uh, short week, too. It's a Saturday game. I That's think right. playoff Tom shows up. If this is a new like if this is a new problem this mm. year because he has an early bedtime, I feel like he might adjust his schedule for the playoffs a bit. But so, you know. So just to surmise, Coastal Mist will not stop Tom Brady. I don't think so. <laughs> okay. I read too many jerky boys magazines. He's, he's, he look Antonio Brown looks like the Antonio Brown of old. He's hooked up with Godwin with timing. There's just too many weapons. They got Ronald Jones back. Rojo. This again, it's it's just I don't. It's more Washington's offense versus the Bucks' defense. Like good luck, okay? So you can't just. Anyway, I like the spread too. Last time an under five hundred team made the playoffs, they won a game. Seattle Seahawks beast quick. Incorrect. Oh. Carolina Panthers coached by. Don't look at me. Ron Rivera. <laughs> hey, there's some precedent versus here. Bruce hey. Arians. All right. No, no, no. I read this too. The last time this happened. Was it was Bruce Arians Cardinals eleven and five with Carson Palmer versus Ron Rivera's seven and nine, seven uh, eight and one, seven eight and one Carolina Panthers with Cam Newton and the wow. Panthers won. Same coaches, very weird. Wow, wow. I did not know. It was the yeah, it was, same it was Arians. How's that coastal mist now? I'm yeah. loving that eight. How about he's, he's taking the Redskins due to algae. Uh, the football <laughs> team. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, cl- global global warming affects everything, guys. Sunday, one o'clock game. What do we got? Ravens, Titans, game of the weekend. One o five. ABC, CBS, one crew. Huck Bowl. The Huck Bowl. Ravens, Titans, three and a half. Ravens on the road. Disrespecting. Yeah, the Head and Shoulders Bowl. Only because Huck's hair is gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I lean, I lean Titans at home as yeah. much as a flock. I am. You just told us how <laughs> it's a bad matchup for the Titans. Yeah. Bi- <laughs> I'm gonna disrespect the different division champ at home. <laughs> you, <laughs> you're talking to yourself. It's three and a half. <laughs> you said three and a half. You said it was a bad I, doink. Yeah, you love Baltimore. <laughs> I said three and a half. And a half. Let's underline the key words in the sentence. So you got the Ravens winning by less than three and a half. Correct. Okay. Oh, that's a specific handicap. Tucker? What else did you no, see? No, I like the boldness. I got the Titans might, winning I, I, the game. I, I might take a final score. Now, look, we, a lot of, a lot's been made of Tennessee's lack of a pass rush. For good reason. They don't really uh, make one too much. Now, sacks, as Bill Belichick's always said, sacks for the most part, unless they become sack fumbles, are not as important as you think. Pressures are actually more important. That's why it pays for... Big defensive tackles to just get pressure, get you off your spot, move you. 
sacks, whatever. They're like tackles for loss, basically, right? Sack fumbles, different story. But, uh, you know, in, in this particular game, they don't get pressure. But guess what? You don't need uh, pass pressure against the Ravens that much. In fact, you just need more discipline and sideline to sideline running on third down to just stop Lamar. They've also proven the last two times they faced them, this is a good matchup for them. They throw bombs against a excellent but not fast secondary, like a veteran but not fast secondary. A.J. Brown's going to win those 50-50 balls. He's massive, bro. He's so massive. They have a recipe. The Titans have a recipe to beat the Ravens. It's worked twice. They're not going to change it. And I don't think the Ravens have changed it up uh, as a team to beat that. To beat a team three times. It's very tough. I agree. you, you got to change something. I agree. But, Does Vrabel got another trick in that bag of his? We know what Harbaugh is going to do. They've been telling the league for the last five weeks what they're going to do. Yep. And... To beat a team three times. That's why I wanted the Ravens, as a flock member, to play the Steelers. Because there wasn't a chance they were going to go 3-0 and against them. So another midfield beef? <laughs> oh, oh there's, whoa. there's beef. Forgot about that. Is everything. Uh, look, I like the over. There's going to be a lot of big plays in this game. King Henry can run wild, long rush, <laughs> over, whatever it is. Double it and add five. <laughs> I would not recommend that, folks. That's a lot. That's a big number. Double it. <laughs> Double it. Game, Spread overrunner number is eighty. <laughs> to me, that's a hands down game of the weekend. I, I love it. I, I just I've looked the Titans versus the Ravens. The last two times they played, I've smashed on the Titans money lines, maybe money. I just that's what I gotta trust until I see different. Middle Sunday. Bears, Saints, Fox, America's game of the week. Joe and Troy at really? the Superdome. Troy's gonna be pissed. He Remember, hates bad quarterbacks. There's ABCs in there with the wild card, so it's they don't get what they want. Saints minus nine, total forty-seven and a half. Ain't nobody care. <laughs> <laughs> sort of for a playoff game of all the games almost. I might uh, of all the games you might go get a pizza weekend, for. Yeah, like oh, okay, guys, I'll go get a pizza. You know, it's you you sneak in that episode of Melrose Place. I you don't you know whenever you're entering the playoffs you don't you don't want to. Over, like, again, no locks in the playoffs. Shit happens. There's block punts and shit. It's weird. Plus okay? Denver didn't make it. Yeah, they didn't. <laughs> but this game, I just don't see Mitchell Trubisky going against the, the New Orleans defense and having much success. On the other hand, I see Drew Brees with a, a Alvin Kamara and, and Latavius Murray coming off a bye week. Well, COVID. Not a bye week. COVID. Semi bye week. It definitely sucks to get COVID, I'm assuming. But uh, either way, arrest. Not, didn't play football. And you got Sean Payton. Uh, I don't know. It's not. A, it's not too impressive of a of a bare secondary. Aaron Rodgers just tore him up. I think Drew Brees and companies gonna do the same thing. Yeah, Trubisky uh, had that run and was exposed when yeah. it mattered most, and they backdoored into the playoffs with that Arizona loss. And he had a good. He had a great throwing game against Jacksonville. He looked good last. You know who else weeks. had a great throwing game against Jacksonville? Lamar Jackson. But. <laughs> That game against Jack Rivers didn't have a good throwing game against Jacksonville. That was the game Jacksonville was tanking mm-hmm. because the Jets were winning. Sure. So that was a different scenario. Scoreboard watching. Correct. My apologies. Tankers. So the stinker of the weekend. Uh, I lean under there. That's my lean. I'm just taking. I'm just teasing the the Saints down. I'm just taking Saints money line or Saints teaser. And this is after listening to Chicago Region Radio. Yeah, I was. I, I was I, I, this is the one game I couldn't really. I couldn't really decide point spread wise. And on the way to the studio here, driving down the QEW, I was listening to Fox Sports Illinois 
on iHeartRadio. Just trying to get a little local tidbits. Okay, next game. Final game. Sunday night football. My favorite game of the week. My, uh, just betting-wise. Oh, wow. Browns at Steelers. The COVID-ridden Cleveland Browns are plus six. The total sitting at 47 flat. Chilly night in Pittsburgh off the three rivers. What do you got, Hugh? I uh, well, I'm going to say this in about five minutes anyway. Um, I, I really like the Steelers here. Teaser I, alert! It's an. I think I know the Steelers pretty well. They're they're good at they're good at getting up for big games. They're getting up good at getting up for big games against a team that just beat them. They've done it with the Ravens a whole bunch of times. They they don't win everyone. They seem to win the important ones. Now the Browns, yeah, they just beat them against their backups by a two point conversion miss against Mason Rudolph, who doesn't look like he can really throw the ball. And they got really proud of themselves. The Steelers are a prideful team. Got Mike Tomlin, just just a, a good emotional culture coach. You know, he's not the best chess player out there, but he's really good at firing up his lads. And I got Ben, who needed the rest. He hyperextended his knee a little bit four weeks ago. He gets the rest. Ben's still on the couch, by the way. Sure he is, of course. Bro, eat your wings. Nine days and counting. But this is, this is new for the entire... Cleveland's last playoff win, Bill Belichick beat Bill Parcells as the coach of the... Uh, when Parcells was the coach of the Patriots. Patriots, yeah. And uh, 1993. Wow. Was Brown's last playoff win. The last playoff appearance was 2002 or three. Either way, it's a whole new experience for the Browns. Steelers have been hosting playoff games since we were babies, every year almost. How about this? Tomlin botched the two-pointer on purpose, wanted to play the Browns again. Sure. Maybe. It was, a, it was, a, bad, it was a bad play. Backups <laughs> barely beat me on the road when you got everything on the line. And if I miss this, I get you the next week with... Half the squad. I got TJ Watt just resting, waiting to get in Baker's oh. face. They're they're all pro guard. Uh, I forget his name. Uh, the Cleveland's all pro guard, Demonte. I want to either way. That guy's out. COVID. Olivier Vernon, defensive they, end. Have they said out. all the names that are out? They said a significant player on offense. It's yeah. It's their guard. Oh really? It's, okay. He, but he's an all pro guard. He's like yeah. right where Nick Chubb runs. Listen, I, I, I think you guys need to put some respect on the Cleveland Browns name. So the Pittsburgh Steelers are a prideful team, and Tomlin's a prideful coach. Meanwhile, they were 11-0 and coming in, and they've gone 1-4 down the stretch. They have not looked like the same team. They've had one of the easiest schedules. If the Browns have most of their guys and Baker plays his game, I think the Browns not only cover this, I think the Browns win this game. Wow. Wow. Peasy. Uh, by the way, if you like the Browns to win the game, you may as well take them to win the Super Bowl. It's like plus a okay, shit. Let's not get crazy. Let's <laughs> no, no, not get crazy. If, here's where I'm going to get it. If you if you can win, if you can win, if you think confidently a team can win one playoff game, well, shit, they're a third of the way there. Like, and you can start hedging against them pretty quickly. I withdraw the third and fourth Haas after that. Statement. You know what I mean? Like, if you can win a game, sure, you're shit. It's not especially in Pittsburgh. It's not a, you don't have to win the next four, seven game series against. You know, uh, Tampa or something right. in hockey. Like, you know, oh, we got LeBron next. Like, it's would no, they no, have no. KC next if yeah, they but did? That's one game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Block punts and shit. So it's. I just think it's worth it. If you think Cleveland could beat the Steelers, take them to win the Super Bowl. Because if they make it to that next game, you could just smash on the Bills or the Chiefs. Smash on them. Because if, if if they can make it to the next game, you're you still have thousands of dollars to play with with like the Browns, right? So that's just all I'm saying. Uh, I just think it's a bad matchup for Baker. I, 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 this is I like Baker. 
sign him. He's a great quarterback. He throws we a know, great ball. Bad matchup for Baker against Minka Fitzpatrick and a great Steelers secondary who's already seen you twice this year. They know what pisses it's a you off. Pretty proud, proud, uh, prideful. What a prideful, prideful guy himself. He and is, and I like him. I believe in Baker, but uh, tough to beat a team three. You know, oh no, they won the last game. They, they did. Mm. In weird Mike's words, Browns baby steps. Browns taking a baby step this year. Welcome to the playoffs. There was a meme when they got the first down that they had gotten off the Titanic. This team is content. <laughs> they got there. The, yeah. the first monkey is off their back. Um, uh, this is the last game we sort of talked about because it's the last game of the weekend. Yep. Uh, it's also the only weird pick of the week. Can I jump it here? Yeah, yeah, jump it. We're talking about it. You missed it. Love two. the live ask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stefanski's out. Head coach. Yes. They will be coaching with an interim or a tag. The chain of command in Cleveland world is stressed, which means under, under in Steeltown on Whoa. Sunday night football. What's the number? 47 and a half. I like that. Is the playoff sprinkle. Okay. Sunday night football, 47 and a half. For all the reasons I just said, the head coach is out. The chain of command is stressed, which is bad for Baker. They got mad COVID issues. They just played their hand against a team who didn't play their hand. Right. At that team's table field. Okay, this is just a bad spot. Steelers, and as far as the total's concerned, the Steelers are always content with just doing enough. Yeah. These guys are not running any. If they could sit Ben for one drive in this fourth, they're in. Yeah. So I'm seeing 27-10. I'm seeing 31-13. I'm seeing one mistake from Baker and a defensive score, and that still keeps it under. This is an under game. Cold night. Uh, Heinz Field, you don't know what you're going to get on that track. <laughs> Sometimes it's ketchup. You get ketchup. <laughs> you get soup. You get coastal mist. Uh, sometimes it's chunky if there's a bowl game. There's still a few bowl games out there, guys. A couple of shit ones. I don't know if there are any in Pittsburgh. Um, under 47.5 is a playoff sprinkle. And the only other one I kind of like is the under in the Saints game for the same reasons. Uh, so you kind of like that. I kind of like that. It's like that. a mini sprinkle? It's a, it's a, it's a, a mini. Mink, a minkle. It's a minkle. <laughs> a mini sprinkle. It's a minkle. It's a minkle. Saints under for many of the same reasons. Greg's that apply to that. Pittsburgh, applied in New Orleans, aging QB, relying on the defense versus a team that's probably just happy to be there. Same number, 47 and a half. Whoa! The weird. What about pick? the organizational beef of Cleveland, Cleveland Pitt? Pittsburgh? Yes. Uh, and I, what about the fact that Baker hates them? Is that are you not taking that into consideration, Mike? Because I believe in episodes past you've told us to take that into consideration, but now you're not telling us to take that into consideration. I have, I so have. what should be considered? The organizational beef is higher with Pittsburgh looking down and keeping their little brother Ooh. one step below them like in that. the basement. Yes. Uh, that's the organizational hey, beat. Hey, we let you in. We let you in. Correct. Yeah. We let you into this party. Now, you're going to leave when we tell you to. Correct. Them wow. and Baltimore. I like that. I like that. Also, the challenge brought... Way to handle that. He handled that nicely. Handle that well. Also, Put him on the spot there. next well. episode, I would like some sort of... Um, uh, you know, like like uh, portobello, portobello mushroom steak uh, for all of us to eat, and we call it 
organizational beef. <laughs> All right, cue the music. You picks. You. Okay. After a monstrous start where we were red hot and like 30 and 8 for a while there, it uh, wasn't a great November, a little bit better of a December. We finished 55, 45, and 2. That is four straight seasons of above 50% picking, and uh, you're welcome. And I feel good about that. Uh, obviously, would have liked to uh, do a little bit better at the end of the year, but 55, 45, and 2, we will take it. Also, keep in mind, I'm picking my games on Tuesday and Wednesday, you fuckers, okay? If there's injuries and stuff, work that shit out yourself. <laughs> shit changes, folks. Shit changes. Okay, gold pick. And I'm going to really emphasize the gold, silver, and bronze this week because on, on a regular parlay, I'm not necessarily picking all six games. I would pick my three favorites, and then I would tease the rest, but... If you, want to, if you want to make some big tickets, and I'm going to as well, the last three are the way I'm leaning, but I'm going to make six picks today. Here we go. My number one pick is the Pittsburgh Steelers minus six. Anything under a touchdown, I absolutely love. Because Mike Tomlin likes to be up by a touchdown and chill. It's like you've heard of Netflix and chill. Tomlin's all about touchdown and chill. He's got a great veteran defense. we got Alex Van Pelt probably going to be calling the plays uh, as the quarterback's coach for the Browns. Let me tell you, the last time the Browns faced a full squad of Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh, Baker Mayfield lost the game. In fact, he was pulled. Okay? Lost the game because he threw it right to Minka Fitzpatrick. Because he was seeing some ghosts out there because, shit, Pittsburgh's secondary likes to create them. And then have Minka Fitzpatrick rob the game from you. If you want to go Joe Hayden's side, that's cool too. He's been in this league 10 years longer than you. He's still really quick. No OBJ. I think they actually could really use him this game. I just think it's a bad matchup. And I think the Steelers, again, big brother mentality. We let you in with our backups. You barely won. We're now all here. And rest at this part of the season is very real, folks. And it wasn't just Big Ben's. TJ Watt, Pouncey. Uh, a lot of guys took way less snaps, even if they were playing the game. Fully rested Pittsburgh Steelers veteran squad with a veteran coach. Welcome to the playoffs, Cleveland. You'll be one and done. And I think it, under, anything under a touchdown, no problem. Gold pick of the week. Save it for Sunday Night Football. Rake it in as the Steelers remind you that they were indeed 11-0 once. And it's hard to do that by accident. Silver pick. I'm getting the Tennessee Titans plus anything. Thank you. Taking it. Tennessee Titans minus, or sorry, plus three and a half. Love it. I absolutely love this. Okay. Some teams are just bad matchups. The Titans are a bad matchup for the Ravens. The Ravens haven't changed anything about what they do. They're just doing what they like to do better. They're doing it in the last four weeks against, for the most part, poor competition. Okay? J.K. Dobbins is finally the part of their rushing plan that he should have been all year. So that's why they're having to honor those fakes a little bit. That's why Lamar is getting freer on those third downs because J.K. Dobbins is more of a problem for teams than Gus Edwards. More of a problem for, for teams than, Mar than Ingram. But it doesn't matter. The Titans have already faced this offense. And they shut it down. They know the recipe. They're going to throw early. They're going to get ahead. They're going to run Derrick Henry through your undersized linebacking corps. It's just a bad matchup for Baltimore's quick defense. Baltimore lines up pretty well against Buffalo. Or uh, lines up pretty well against Pittsburgh. Who love to run these crossing patterns. Not necessarily big deep ball teams. Even Buffalo with their big arm. They're more about these running these crossing patterns and hook patterns. 20 to 35 yard passes. Baltimore is good defending that stuff. They are not good at defending against long balls uh, with big, muscular, A.J. Brown and Corey Davis-like receivers. 
That's why they caught a lot of touchdowns in the playoff game last year. Folks, if you ever played sports, if you kicked the team's ass two times in important games when their other team was trying to win, just regardless of whether you played some crappy sport, you know, since then, and they played some good sport <laughs> since then. Uh, it's bad English, but it's a good team. Taking the Titans. They're going to win the game, and they're going to move on. So uh, King Henry is going to run down their throats again. And just don't be mad if you're like, shit, I saw this coming. You should have. Sorry, Lamar. You're going to be, again, having to ask those questions. Uh, what's the deal with you in the playoffs? I don't know. I'll tell you the answer. You need to be better at throwing the ball. I'm sorry. Okay? But I'm really glad the Bills aren't playing them because third down, Lamar's a problem. But when you're down two touchdowns, that doesn't matter. Okay, my third pick, my bronze pick. I got I got the Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. Four and a half points against the LA Rams. If Jared Goff plays, he's not 100%. And if you're, you know, if you're a defensive end and you got surgery on your thumb, okay, who cares? You know, tape it up. Tackle with four fingers. Jason Pierre-Paul is an all-pro player. He doesn't have half his hand. It's not as important. Your throwing thumb finger is very important as a quarterback. Uh, Drew Brees had a similar kind of stretch and, and fix on his thumb. He took four weeks off. Jared Goff would not be playing if this wasn't a playoff game. He wouldn't, but he might play. If he does play, he's not 100%. And facing Carlos Dunlop in this revamped uh, Seattle defense in Seattle, yeah, I know, not as, not as big crowd problems. And that's a trend for this playoffs, too. Uh, visitor, visitors won't have as much of a problem calling audibles and all that stuff. New Orleans Saints ain't as tough of a place to play this year. No Pope whistleblowers, as, as Mike likes to say. Who that? But uh, Seattle in Seattle uh, might be a sloppy track. We'll see. But I like Russ as a team, as a quarterback who wins football games uh, at home with a revamped defense. The only thing he lacks is a running game. It doesn't scare me. They just beat the Rams a couple weeks ago. They'll do it again. Russ wins games, and the Rams, they still got to figure out how to do that. Goff doesn't have half his thumb, and I only got about half, half the confidence in their offense right now. No Whitworth, half of Goff's thumb. I'm going with Seattle as the favorite to win by a touchdown and move on. Touchdown and chill. Let Russ cook. Because I don't have a running game. Okay, number four. I'm taking the Buffalo Bills by a touchdown. They play complete football games right now, and I can't believe I'm saying that. Their last 10 games have been complete football games. Even the last game they lost was great defensive coverage. The last game they lost was the Hale Murray. They had three guys defending DeAndre Hopkins. They just weren't tall enough. So even that was a complete football game. The Colts, I think they're going to get off to a good start. I really do. And then Rivers is going to play Rivers football. And that, and if Jonathan Taylor had another year under his belt to take the physicality of a playoff game, maybe. But he's, he's a rookie. He's in his 12th year. He's going to get smoked. And uh, this Bills defense, totally healthy. Just rested some of their best guys. Got Ed Oliver just moving guys right now. It's great. Uh, and no one's who can cover Diggs. Name the rock star cornerback on the Colts who's covering Diggs. I can't. Which means they're going to have to almost double cover him. Which means John Brown, Cole Beasley, and Mr. Gabriel Davis are going to have a field day. Josh Allen, he's throwing in the, he's throwing darts in long windows that no one can cover right now. Now the Colts got a good D, but it's not good enough. Colts win. The Bills win by a touchdown. I'm not sure if they win double digits again, but they're going to win this game. The energy of the, football's an emotional game. We, a couple of us have played it. 
Sometimes I was in that locker room being like, yo, we could have a pile on a quarterback right now. Mark Savansky's about to run through a fucking brick wall, okay? It doesn't matter. The Bills are that team right now where I just don't think it matters. So Colts are going to, they, they might have a good game plan. I think Rivers probably have a good first quarter. And that's it. Uh, Bills win, and it's going to be great. And hopefully we could try to go there. I think the Bills will win ooh, 35 to 21. 35 21. There you go. High scoring game. Uh, they, they, they don't have the secondary to, to, to stop the. Uh, it, the, Col- the Colts versus Browns game is really what I'm going on here. That was in Indy. Colts wanted that game, and Baker lit him up. So all this Colts great defense talk, I don't believe. He just had a really easy schedule. So there we go. Bills by a touchdown. Okay, I got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, again, I just don't trust the Washington offense to score over 17 points. And I trust, even if they run into some problems with uh, you know a couple sacks and some tackles for loss, that's not going to score points on offense. So I'm taking Tampa Bay by 8.5. Anything under 10, I'm taking Tampa Bay. They're going to outscore them. So call this, you know, maybe they get slowed down a little bit. I'll go uh, 30 to 17. 30 to 17 for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in a relatively easy victory. Minus possibly one or one sack fumble because that's a real defensive line. Maybe uh, Tampa Bay gets off to a weak start. But uh, with Evans, Brown, uh, Godwin, Ronald Jones, just, the, the Washington secondary isn't there. There's not some massive secondary that's going to stop this. So, hey, congratulations to Ron Rivera, you know, beating cancer. And maybe Peterson kind of hung one out for his buddy. There was a little, you heard him, if you heard, listen to Mike up, Peterson, they met at midfield and Ron Rivera was literally like, thanks. <laughs> so, anyway, welcome to the party, Ron. And now you're going you're gonna to be able to go home rather quickly. So good for you, buddy. But this is why this one's over. As Tom and the boys march all the way to the Super Bowl. Absolutely, folks. And my sixth pick, I don't like, I don't love this spread. It's my sixth pick for a reason. But I'm going to take Sean Payton and the Saints to smoke the Bears. Uh, they're the worst team in the playoffs. They're the worst offense in the playoffs I've seen maybe since the last time the Bears made a Super Bowl run. And maybe that should scare me, but I don't think it does. I'm taking the chalk, the New Orleans Saints, to win by eight and a half. Uh, is it nine and a half now? Nine and a half. Nine and a half. Nine, anything under ten, I'll take it. It'll be ten soon. Yeah, it will be. But I'm going to tease that game. I will not have the nine and a half in a lot of places. I don't think you should either. But it's a great teaser game. Get New Orleans down to, you, you can get it down to three or one, depending on the teaser you do. And I would do that. But uh, Drew Brees and the Saints, with basically everyone, a fully healthy team except for Michael Thomas, is enough to outscore uh, Mitch Trubisky and the Bears versus the New Orleans defense. That combination is why I'm picking this. The Bears versus the New Orleans defense. Not going to score a lot. There you go. Slant King. Slant King's out. He's out. He's out. But uh, I don't think it matters. It really doesn't this week. Steelers minus six. Titans plus three and a half. Only underdog I'm taking. Seattle Seahawks minus four and a half. Bills minus seven. Tampa Bay minus eight and a half. And the Saints minus nine and a half, which is my least favorite for a reason. But I cannot, with my honest to goodness money, put any money down on Mr. Trubisky doing anything against the Saints. So I don't like the number, but I can't take the Bears. Hugh. 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 All right. We're, um, we're getting up there in time. Uh, do no, we? No rebuttal. No rebuttal. But I do want to say uh, that nobody loves backup and third-string quarterbacks. Like, look who's talking. When you said Alex Van Pelt's name, this guy hold a Buffalo Bills 
third string clipboard for a decade. Yes, he did. And we talked Sudfeld, Beathard, Mullins, Hertz, Painter. Curtis Painter. Got some uh, love on this show. You know, nobody's looking out for the back of your NFL roster like this show. All right. All 92 episodes, the, season four. The one guy who might be looking out for backups more than we are, Doug Peterson. There you go. <laughs> Nate Sudfeld. Dude, you got a pick for us, bro? I got a hard and a soft. Okay. Hard and a soft. All right. My hard, and I'm going to jump on one of your picks here, Hugh, because I really like them, and Huck's going to really like this. I love Tennessee at plus three and a half. Yep. I feel like... Baltimore's given us a little bit of a Kaiser so say, tricked us into believing there were something they're not. I just, I can't, I think this is a back alley playoff game and they're going to get their, uh, they're going to get their knocks handed to them. And uh, my soft, um, only if they are uh, healthy, not a lot of players out with the COVID thing. I like the Cleveland Browns. Yes, he does. I, I, I like the Cleveland Browns. This guy's standing up for the I, dog pound I like tonight. It. I do like it. I mean, I like, I like. The belief, because I like Baker too, but not in this game. I took Pittsburgh uh, on a parlay on Monday at three and a half, and now it's at six. I like Ooh. I like Cleveland at six. That's yeah, how, you do know we, what I mean. Do we gonna rock the middle or what? I did the hard and soft, bro. No, no, you're gonna no. Is in what he's saying is if you oh, bet the Hewitt bet special, the other side, yeah, yeah, and then if, if Pittsburgh wins by. Four to six, four to yeah, six, which you, win, is, you win yeah, both. Which is pretty yeah. likely, yeah. It's gonna close at a touchdown, I think. Yeah. Just a reminder, folks, I never gave my record. Hewlett gave your record. Yeah. Say it again on the 55, season. 45, and 2. Which is? 55%. And you uh, just had those two peeping toms? Uh, no, I oh, sorry. 15, 11, <laughs> there's three of those. <laughs> 15, 11, and 1, which adds to round it up 58%. There 57, you go. 6, which in our world qualifies you as a professional handicapper. There you go. Fifty-six percent. Well, we talked. We talked about this before. It's about longevity. Longevity. Like, if, over if you could do one, it. if you want to do one year, like on your Instagram page, and you pick, correct. You pick like you have a good year. Great. You know, but this over is the course of a decade, now. what do you pick? Is it over fifty yeah. percent? You're sharp. Or well, like you know, sixty percent, fifty-five. You're sharp. Like who won? The point spread championship. Giddy Maybe up. they're just a one uh, one year bandit. I don't know? know. I didn't know this guy had him in him. I wouldn't even draft M and M's with my friend Jaker. <laughs> But uh, congratulations to Jake Frisney, the winner of the Team LTD $250 prize card. Wow. And he actually had a better record than me at uh, 56 or 57 wins. 40. Anyway, I'll, I'll listen. Frisney is talking is Jake, next episode. Jake Frisney, <laughs> uh, go Leafs go. Who and, else is the podium? And, and Hockey Canada? Hockey Canada? Or no. What, what, what Scotiabank. Uh, the, the hometown, hometown Hockey. hockey. Yeah. And the Toronto Blue Jays. Very interesting character. And uh, Bio in the bio. Po- might be my son. I got to do some genetic work there. I love you, Jake. Congratulations on first place. Christian Hernandez. Straight from the M dot. Dewey's shaking his head. Uh, every week I ask this guy, hey, how are your picks doing? Nah. Yeah. They're terrible. Yeah. I don't know. They're awful. And so, next thing you know, he's four and one, four and two, five and one. Christian Hernandez, second place, winner of a uh, $50 prize card and a prize pack from Team LTD. That a boy, Funzo. And uh, also, better record than me. He also forgot his picks and then sent in the Sunday Nighter and Monday Nighter, and that might have cost him the championship. Just a little rock in or, your or shoe. Or won wow. it. Or won it. Little rock in your shoe there, Hearns. But that's okay. And Brian Hiller, my buddy from HOC, who now lives on the West Coast in Vancouver. Last time I saw him, we were smoking some legal weed with uh, the head of the Green Party, Mark Emery. 
Literally, we were Wait, smoking guy, this volcano bar a at a legal hiding at, right at, now. At, at like a somewhat legal place to smoke weed in Vancouver, and then we went and played frisbee golf with my buddy with Steve-O in Stanley Park, really high. And this guy, Mark Emery, comes over. He's like, "Hey, how you doing? Like, how's the weed?" We're like, "Yeah, really good." Just like an old guy who worked there. And he sits down, and he turns out to be the leader of the Green Party. Got arrested, or is he in, the, is he in jail in the States for... He's sinking this guy's stock before it rises? Anyway, I like the guy. Brian Hiller, third place. Didn't know he bet on football, but he bet a great record. Didn't start till week two, and uh, was a couple, literally two games away from being tied for first. Congratulations, Hiller. Also, big skater back in the day. Had no idea. Football guy. Hiller, I got a prize pack coming for you, buddy. Send me your address on Instagram. And thanks to everybody who Thanks to everyone who participated. Oh, and uh, go Canada, go tonight. Big game going on while we're recording. Canada versus the USA at the World Juniors. Uh, yeah. Stay tuned for Monday Night Story Time when the national title kicks off, folks. That'll be the next action out of Weird Mike. A couple of futures picks you could take still right now while you're listening to this episode. They're still good numbers. Pittsburgh's, the Pittsburgh Steelers are plus 2,000 to win the Super Bowl. The Buffalo Bills, where you, depending on where you can find them, are anywhere from plus 600 to plus 800 to plus 450. Steelers so look, are tastier. So look around, okay? Because as soon as they beat the Colts, this is going to go way up. Because also, they'll already be in. Anyway, just the way, because of the first game, and like the, the, the odds will actually be way worse because teams could lose. Better chance of them winning the AFC Championship or hosting the AFC Championship. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are plus 1,000 or plus 900 still. Okay, they got a pretty easy game coming up this week. And then depending on other, other things, they could be going to New Orleans, could be going to Seattle, uh, or could be going to uh, Green Bay. We'll see. Most likely Green Bay, and I like Tampa in that matchup. So if you like them, like I do, plus 1,000, sure. Um, remember to check out our friends at, at bet underscore openly or betopenly.com. They are growing rapidly. And you could, especially with the playoffs rolling around, bigger money flowing, literally go on this Craigslist marketplace, check out stupid bets other people are making, stupid playoff parlays other people are making. Like you could just, some, you, I, I found one the other day, multiple underdogs. And you're like, yeah, great, that could pay out. But it's not going to fucking win. And be the house, 10 bucks pays 100, I'll take your 10 bucks. Thank you very much. Or reverse, make a nice parlay that's actually going to win. Someone will take it because they're greedy. Bet underscore openly, our friends, they're Niners fans. They're having a tough year, but uh, they're having a great year business-wise. And our friends love them. Also, Beer of the Week. Check out at Beer Bud Official. My phone's dead. Uh, run by my buddy Lee. <laughs> Everyone's laughing at me in the studio. Uh, for his Beer of the Week, check out at Beer Bud Official. I'm sure it's good. I'm sure it's given to charity. I don't even fucking like beer that much. More of a whiskey drinker and a lot of red wine lately. But Huck Daddy drinks enough beer for both of us. It's all about that ABV. Alcohol by volume. Uh, Lee's going to make fun of me for, for having my phone die. But if you know me well, that's what happens. And uh, Happy watching the playoffs. Happy watching. Begun. Rem and we appreciate it. Remember guys. that just because the teams are away this year during COVID, they can hear their audibles. Okay, the, the fan noise isn't as loud. Any team playing in New Orleans besides the Bears, not, it's not going to be as hard to play in that place either. Lambeau Field, same thing. So watch for the visitors, even though I'm picking basically all favorites this week <laughs> and home favorites. But going into next week, beware. And remember, nobody panics when things go according to plan, even if the plan is horrifying. Rest in peace, Heath Ledger. Uh, we love you. Thanks, Dewey, for coming on the show this week. Check out HuckMedia.ca for any and all media needs. Follow us at Who's Talking, at Weird Mike, or at Dewey1010. Hey. Hey. 
Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go, Buffalo. For the first playoff win since 1995. They beat the Miami Dolphins in the wild card. It's going to be World War Z. The second they crack that door at New Era Field. If you have any way to get the three of us, four of us, into Orchard Park by this Sunday, we are looking at going up to Montreal and crossing the border through some woodlands into Vermont. If we have time, we'll do it. If you have a better plan, let us know at our social media feeds. Thanks, folks. Happy watching, and uh, let's go Buffalo. Young money. Yeah. Me and Mike Will pull up the AOD back to back. AMG 63. I tell all my hoes, rake it up. Break it down. Bag it up. Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up. Bag it up, bag it up, bag it up, bag it up. Rake it up, rake it up, rake it up, rake it up. Bag it up, bag it up, bag it up, bag it up. I tell all my hoes, rake it up. Break it down. Bag it up, bag it up, bag it up. Fuck it up, fuck it up. Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up. Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up. Rake it up, rake it up, rake it up. I made love to a stripper. First I had to tip her. 20,000 ones. She said, I'm that nigga. I said, I'm that nigga, bitch. I already know it. I come with bad weather. They say I'm a